At U.S. Bank, when we say we're in it with you, we mean it. Not just for the good stuff, the grand openings and celebrations, although those are pretty great, but for all the hard work it took to get there. The fine-tuning of goals, the managing of cash and workflows, and decision-making. We're in to help you through all of it. Because together, we're proving day in and day out that there is nothing as powerful as the power of us. Visit usbank.com to get started today. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Copyright 2024. U.S. Bank. Good Friday morning, guys. Uh, We're learning a lot more about those shocking murders in Idaho. Yeah, the new revelations and the many questions still to be answered. Good morning. It is January 6th, and this is today. Inside the case, court documents revealing chilling details about the night four college students were stabbed to death in their own apartment. One survivor coming face to face with the killer just moments after the crime. The suspect's phone near the house 12 times prior to the murders as the victim's loved ones face the accused in court. It's obviously an emotional time for the family seeing the defendant for the first time. Complete coverage and what's next for the suspect and investigators just ahead. Deja vu, the House still without a speaker after 11 votes over three days and no clear sign of an end to the historic standoff. Literally a branch of the government is offline while we're waiting for this to get resolved. Overnight, new movement toward a possible deal slowly emerging, but the drama and the fallout far from over. We're live on Capitol Hill. Remarkable improvement. Fans and teammates celebrating positive news for the Bills. Damar Hamlin now awake and holding hands with loved ones. Just hearing from the family and hearing how he's progressed has really put, uh, I mean, to say a smile on our faces would be an understatement. Inside the fight, Hamlin still faces on his road to recovery as the NFL makes a decision about how to handle that suspended game between the Bills and Bengals. Spare. NBC News obtaining a copy of Prince Harry's upcoming memoir, The Royal Admitting to Past Drug Use, accusing King Charles of making jokes about not being Harry's real father and detailing deeply personal fights with his family. I want reconciliation, but first there needs to be some accountability. So how will the royal family react? We're live at Buckingham Palace. Get your tickets inside the lottery fever sweeping the country with nearly $1 billion up for grabs in tonight's Mega Millions jackpot. All that plus the countdown is over. After nearly two months away, Al is ready to rejoin us here in Studio 1A and we cannot wait to throw our arms around our ray of sunshine today, Friday, January 6th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Cutby, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Well, hi, everybody. Good morning and welcome to you today. It is a really special Friday morning right yeah. here because, and I'm sorry, but the tears yeah. are already flowing. Yeah. Al Roker is back. Yes! Come on! Uh. There he is. Uh. Oh, uh. Al. To say we have missed you doesn't even begin to describe it. It is not, there's nothing without you here. I mean, the crew is weepy. The crowd outside has been waiting for you. They've been bummed every day we've walked out there. They're like, where is Al? I have missed you guys so very much. You are my second family, and it's just great to be back and wearing pants. So it's fun. It's so much fun. Well, we're going to celebrate you. We're going to celebrate you. Your wife, Deborah Roberts, is here. Deborah, as we Mm -hmm. know, I call her a warrior woman. Mm -hmm. Yes, and she is the main reason I'm I'm still here. Wow. So yeah. she's amazing. We're going to talk with Love her. 
You have to do the weather. Are yeah. you yes, ready? That's right. I got work. Oh, I got to go. I got to. Uh, oh, look. What are all these lights? <laughs> I, oh, it's so bright. I, I Clouds must go. and sun. <laughs> oh, you're burning my eyes. Uh, ah! uh, we'll see you in a few. Oh, God. Uh, so good. Feels so right. good to have Al back. We're going to have a lot of other things we're going to get to, uh, including that drama on Capitol Hill, all those new royal bombshells from Prince Harry's memoir. Yeah, lots to get to mm-hmm. this morning. But we're going to start with those stunning new details out of Idaho, that newly unsealed affidavit, a legal document that has shed a lot more light on this case. We've got complete coverage. We'll start with NBC's Gotti Schwartz. Gotti, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, 28-year-old Brian Kohlberger made his initial appearance yesterday in court. That's when he was advised of his rights and read the charges against him for counts of murder. His public defender in Pennsylvania says that he thinks he's going to be exonerated, intends to plead not guilty, but that unsealed affidavit, that probable cause statement, The details inside are chilling. Suspect Brian Kohlberger making his first appearance Thursday before an Idaho judge. All right. Count two alleges that you committed the felony offense of murder in the first degree. Also in the courtroom, the family of victim Kaylee Gonzalez laying eyes on the suspected killer in person for the first time. Did you ever see him turn back and look at you? No, I was hoping for that. You know, he's going to avoid me for a while. Authorities also releasing new details about the night they think Koberger murdered Gonzalez and three other University of Idaho students, Maddie Mogan, Zana Kernodal, and Ethan Chapin, in an off-campus home. And perhaps the most chilling revelation, one of the two surviving roommates telling police she came face-to-face with the killer. Waking at around 4 a.m., she says she heard one of the roommates say, there's someone here, but didn't see anyone when she looked herself. According to a newly released court document, she later heard crying coming from the victim's rooms and a man say something to the effect of, it's okay, I'm going to help you. She opened her door to see a man dressed in black and wearing a mask who walked towards her and out a back door as she stood in frozen shock and then locked herself in her room. Police weren't called to the home until noon that day for reasons still not clear. Steve Gonzalez describing the roommate's state at the time of the 911 call. You gotta remember these two girls were so upset that when they went outside after seeing this, the one passed out and the other one was so hyperventilating that the message wasn't clear enough for the operator. The newly unsealed 18-page charging affidavit also says a state forensics lab found the suspect's DNA on the button snap of a knife sheath left laying next to one of the victim's bodies. The charging document also says police used both phone records and video footage of his white Hyundai Elantra to place the suspect near the scene of the crime. According to law enforcement, the suspect's phone was turned off or had no service for about two hours during the time the murders took place. When it turned back on at 4.48 a.m., cellular data showed it traveling on a state highway south of Moscow back to Pullman, Washington, where the suspect lived, authorities allege. But just over four hours later, the cell data places his phone back near the home. And police also say Kohlberger's phone registered in the vicinity of the victim's home 12 times in the months before the murder, dating as far back as August of last year. Kohlberger expressionless as the charges against him were read. The maximum penalty for that offense, if you plead guilty or are found guilty, is death and or imprisonment for life. Do you understand? Yes. Now, this affidavit is nearly 20 pages long, but there is one page that has been completely redacted. The family of Kaylee Gonzalez, one of the victims, says they are confident that investigators have much more, but there are still some unanswered questions. What was the motive in this case? And did he know the victims uh, before these murders? Meanwhile, he's being held here at the jail and his next court date is going to be next Thursday. 
Back to you, Savannah. Gotti, thank you very much. We want to turn now to Laura Jarrett. She's NBC's new senior legal correspondent. Laura, welcome to NBC. So good to be with you guys. What a fascinating affidavit this is. Just your assessment of the strength of the case. We're talking about DNA. We're talking about cell phone tracking. Does it seem like investigators have their man? So the DNA is super compelling. Juries attach a lot of value to DNA. Everyone has this, you know, the CIA effect. That's something that they're going to want to attach to. And look, the sheath, the knife sheath is on the bed of the woman who has now been killed, we've learned. And the 99% match, the jury is going to attach to that. But that's not everything, right? We also have all of this surveillance video, all of the cell phone records. The cell phone is pinging. And what, a dozen times before the actual killings? That's going to be a big pack for prosecutors because remember, they're going to have to show this was first degree premeditated murder. Mm -hmm. So the idea of him casing, as they claim, casing the house ahead of time, it's going to be all of that together. Can I just ask a very basic question? If you have someone's thumbprint on the knife sheath thing, is that just not enough? Like, does that not just put him right there in the no, house? No, because nowadays there's, there could be, you know, some kind of tampering. There could be, oh. we, there's a thousand different things defense mm-hmm. attorneys could poke holes in. So DNA isn't everything, but it's going to be that in combination of, and of yeah. everything. And remember, the other thing is the standard right now yeah. is much lower. We're not in a court. We're, we're in the probable cause land. And all they have to show is that it's likely that he committed mm-hmm. these crimes. We're not in reasonable doubt land. Yet. I was going to say, in criminal cases, you have building blocks for cases. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to see some of the evidence. One thing we don't see in these documents, because it is too early at this stage, is a motive, a potential motive. Prosecutors don't have to prove motive, but juries sure want to understand motive. Juries want a story. They want to understand why. It's the question on all of our minds. Mm -hmm. What was his connection to these women and and the boyfriend, if anything? Now, there may be no motive at all. There have been plenty of crimes that have been committed and people prosecuted without having any motive at all. You need to have intent, but you don't, prosecutors don't have to show a motive, but juries do want to know the story. How did he find them? How did he zero in on them? If he is, in fact, the person who's found guilty, that's something the juries are going to want to know. A lot of people are asking, there was one person who was there who survived this, who heard crying, who said that she saw a man. Why would one person who could potentially be identifying the suspect be left behind? What what would be the reason? We don't know. It's obviously terrifying. It's everybody's nightmare to wake up with someone in your home. But again, put your defense attorney hat on. I'm going to be poking holes in that saying he had a face covering on. She only could see bushy eyebrows. That's not enough to necessarily ID someone. It wasn't a scar. It wasn't Mm -hmm. a tattoo. That may not be enough for a positive ID, but it's a horrifying, Mm -hmm. horrifying. Bottom line, it's early in the case, but at last we're starting to see some of the evidence police say they've assembled. More to come for sure, guys. Laura Jarrett, thank you and welcome. Again to NBC. Thank you, Laura. Now let's move to that unprecedented standoff on Capitol Hill over who will be the next Speaker of the House. After three days and 11 votes, one of the nation's most powerful positions still remains unfilled amid fierce Republican infighting. But this morning, there is new hope that a deal could be within reach. NBC's senior Capitol Hill uh, correspondent Garrett Haig has the very latest. Hey, Garrett, good morning. Hey, Hoda. Good morning. Yeah, it was a marathon session here on the Hill yesterday with Republican leader Kevin McCarthy losing vote after vote in his quest to become the speaker. But behind the scenes, off the floor, there were secretive negotiations that could be moving the country and the House closer to a resolution. This morning, the U.S. House deadlocked and divided, leaderless for a fourth day, leaving the nation's business in limbo. A speaker has not been elected. An historic 11 votes have now failed to produce a speaker. Republican leader Kevin McCarthy struggling to lock down nearly 20 GOP votes. Still confident. How are you going to shock us today? You're going to get 
Well, we get there today, we're going to see progress. His allies scrambling behind the scenes to reach a deal to satisfy the holdouts, offering prime committee seats, votes on bills like term limits, and perhaps most significantly, a rule change that would allow any single Republican to force a vote on removing the Speaker at any time. McCarthy himself seen lobbying his opponents on the House floor, but the possible deal not moving a single vote his way on Thursday. I wouldn't be betting on uh, my vote for Kevin McCarthy under almost any circumstance. Congress can't do anything else until members pick a speaker. No committee meetings or votes on bills. New staff can't even access emails. Democratic Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries urging House Republicans to, quote, stop the backstabbing. All we are asking is House Republicans to get along with each other so we can get about the business of the American people. With McCarthy pledging never to drop out, lawmakers are preparing for a long struggle with only one solution. Well, we got to get more votes. That's what's in the way. So, Garrett, I mean, <laughs> I feel like we've been here every day, probably because we have. But again, yeah. we're hearing that there have been concessions, a potential deal. Could today finally be the day? And Savannah, there really is something of a Groundhog Day feel to all of it. But late last night, Republicans in both factions said they were hopeful that they could reach a deal today to move at least some of those 20 holdouts in Kevin McCarthy's direction. But if they can't move all of them, that means we're going into another day of politics and pressure to try to move those votes before we head into the weekend. Savannah. All right, Garrett Hake on the Hill for us. Thank you very much. 713, we've got an update on Damar Hamlin. A lot of people have been yeah. hoping for this news, and today they're getting it. A good update. Yeah. Hoda Savannah, good morning. Good morning to you as well. The young Buffalo Bill safety is now awake, communicating, even holding hands with his family. In the words of the team, Hamlin is showing, quote, remarkable improvement following his collapse on the field during Monday night's game. NBC's Maggie Vespa, once again for us at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Maggie, good morning to you. Craig, good morning to you. Yeah, as you know, just a massive collective sigh of relief at this news, even knowing, of course, Damar Hamlin still has a long way to go. He's still in critical condition. He's still on a breathing machine, so he's not talking, but he's communicating with a pen and paper. And importantly, his doctors say he's showing no signs of neurological damage. So incredible news for so many, including his team, the Buffalo Bills, who now say on Sunday they're ready to play for three. This morning, Buffalo Bills safety Damar Hamlin is awake, responsive, and his first question, whether his team pulled out a win. Yes, did we win? The answer is yes. You know, Damar, you won. You've won the game of life. More than 72 hours after the 24-year-old suffered a cardiac arrest and collapsed during Monday's game against the Bengals, Hamlin remains in critical condition on a breathing machine. Although he's unable to talk, he can communicate with pen and paper. To physicians at this Cincinnati hospital, it's proof of major progress. And it appears that his neurological uh, condition and function is intact. The news desperately needed relief for DeMar's worried teammates. Being on that field, it, <clears throat> you, know, you, you, you lose sleep, you hurt for your brother. We just want to lo love up on him. If we, if we get to see him anytime soon, man, it's going to be awesome. It comes alongside new radio traffic obtained by the New York Times showing the urgency and concern among emergency personnel when Hamlin collapsed. God, I don't like how he went down. Oh, bring everybody. We need to doctor, everybody. 
The Bills back at practice Thursday. Sunday's game against the New England Patriots will go on, the team vowing to play for three, a tribute to Hamlin. This as the NFL announced it will not reschedule Monday's postponed Bills-Bengals matchup. Meanwhile, America's love for Hamlin, a Western Pennsylvania native devoted to giving back, grows. His dad writing, the support we've received is a reflection of the person DeMar is. To many, that person, now an inspiration. The president tweeting, Jill and I, along with all of America, are praying for you and your family. The love not lost on DeMar's coach. It's amazing to, to know the impact that this has had on um, so many of so many people. And another touching update from these uh, last 24 hours, T. Higgins, the Cincinnati Bengals player who obviously collided with Hamlin just before his collapse, telling reporters yesterday that Hamlin's mom called him to tell him the good news about DeMar Hamlin's recovery, about her son's recovery, and also to say that she is praying for him. So again, guys, just an incredible 24 hours, bringing hope to so many. Craig? That just, uh, that gave us chills there. Mm -hmm. Maggie yeah. Vespa, thank you so much. That wow. must have meant so much mm -hmm. to him. Oh, hear from you her. imagine. Well, you know what? It's, 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 it's a day for Come tears, on. for celebration, for joy, and it's just the weather forecast. Oh. Mr. Roker delivering <laughs> Yes! Well, thank you. It is so good to be back here and hanging out. And so th thank you all, you at home, so much for all the thoughts and prayers for me and our family. It, it meant the world to us, believe me. Uh, let's take a look. Uh, unfortunately, our friends out west, the world has, there has been socked and soggy. So we got another storm coming in late Friday, Saturday, downpours across Northern California, heaviest snow in the Cascades. Then early Sunday, this second storm comes in. That's going to bring rain and snow Sunday morning, Northern and Southern California. And then this is the strongest in the series. Monday and Tuesday, this is going to be bringing in significant flooding. We're going to be watching this very, very closely through Tuesday. Some parts of Northern California could pick up to 12 inches of rain, but that heavy rain extends all the way down into Santa Barbara, and the mountains are going to be looking at some of the highest elevations. We're talking seven feet, and that is going to be, the good news is it's money in the bank as far as the reservoirs, but it is a tough time to get through all that. And that is your latest weather. How was that? It was it was fun. It was like wow. <laughs> Wasn't like that? wow. Look at this. This is rocking up. It's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's been weird. I've usually been sitting at home and drinking coffee watching Dylan do the work. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little harder. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you, Dryer. All right. Well, we love Al, you. We love you. Straight, you can't go anywhere. Yep. We're gonna talk to you more. Your wife Deborah is here. We're gonna talk about this journey, the health issues you face. And basically we're just gonna keep fawning and uh, like yeah. like pouncing on you because we're mind? so darn happy oh. to have you back where oh, you belong. Please yeah. stop it some more. We love yeah, we love you again. Uh, we've got Roker Royalty over there. there. She Deborah, is. Deborah. She's uh, joining us. Hello. We can't wait to visit. Love her. Nice lady. We'll be back. But first, this is today oh, on NBC. Oh, <laughs> nice lady. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Boy, Flavin. Uh, mama. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed We basically pounced on Al this morning. Oh my! And by the way, it's 7:30. That's the sweet moment. We greeted out the elevator behind us. What you're not seeing is a whole mob of people who were waiting to uh, to greet Al. How long did it take to get Hoda's clothes out of your dressing room? (laughs) Actually, they'd already cleared them out. We did that on purpose. Great. Um, I am wearing her Spanx right now, so so that's pretty good. These are fantastic. By the way, check out outside. Check out the plaza. Look what we got for you. A lot, your mini fans. Oh, yeah. I to say that is just so sweet. As much as we missed you, Al, I think the plaza missed you maybe yeah. even more. Every single day mm-hmm. we went out there, mm-hmm. signs for you, I miss well them. wishes. We, I mean, these they are your people. Yeah, yeah they my people. Yes. My people. Um, <laughs> we're gonna chat more with Al. His wife Deborah's yeah. here as well. Let's get a check of the headlines real quick here. President Biden will mark the second anniversary of the January sixth attack today. He will be awarding the president. Citizens Medal to a dozen election workers, police officers, and other officials for their contributions to our democracy, according to the White House. The president will also posthumously award the medal to Brian Sicknick, the Capitol Police officer who died the day after the riot. Yesterday, his longtime partner filed a wrongful death lawsuit against former President Donald Trump and two men involved in assaulting Officer Sicknick. Mexican security forces on Thursday captured cartel leader Ovidio Guzman, the son of imprisoned drug kingpin Joaquin El Chapo Guzman. The pre-dawn operation sparked a wave of violence in the city where he was arrested. Gunfire even erupting near the airport, forcing passengers on a commercial commercial plane to duck for cover. The U.S. accuses Guzman of trafficking fentanyl and wants him extradited. He was also arrested back in 2019, but was released after violence broke out. Well, lines are forming at convenience stores from coast to coast. The excitement building once again because the Mega Millions drawing is tonight. And that jackpot is an estimated $940 million. There you go. We missed that, too. Uh, That is the fourth largest prize in the game's history. How did it get so high, you ask? Well, there hasn't been a jackpot winner since October, so the top prize has been rolling over ever since. Mega Millions, by the way, played in 45 states as well as Washington, D.C. and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Oh, we're getting all Al's greatest hits today. (laughs) We are all smiling because he's here. He is our sunshine. He is the lifeblood of this show, this place, our hearts, and he's back. And you guys know, and we know very well, he's been gone for about two months. He's been dealing with some health issues, but thanks to an excellent medical team and an even greater support from his incredible family and his beautiful 
beautiful wife, Deborah. He's back and he's on the mend. Do you, do you like how we're talking about you like you're not sitting <laughs> out here? I'm not here. Al's going to get his. We're going to talk about all of it uh, in just a moment. But first, a little bit of this journey that Al and Deborah have been on. We have an update on our dear, dear Al Roker. Uh, everybody's been yeah. missing him and noticing he's been out for a few days. Little did we know back in November, a few days would turn into two months without our beloved Al. What started out as a few stomach pains would soon escalate into a frightening range of medical issues for Al, including blood clots in his lungs. Dr. Roman and I were extraordinarily concerned about Al. Extraordinarily concerned. He had a life-threatening experience. I mean, there's just no doubt about that. Dr. Felice Schnoll-Sussman is Al's gastroenterologist at New York Presbyterian Weill Cornell Medical Center. And Dr. Jay Rahman is Al's internal medicine specialist, both of whom Al credits with saving his life. And while his medical team worked to get him better, with his wife, Deborah, and his children at his side, Al was never far from our minds. As the weeks went by and Al's determination to get better became more and more evident, we finally got that update we had been waiting for. We are so happy to announce Al is back home Yay. from the hospital, sitting in his kitchen. It's good to be home. It's good to see your faces. But virtually seeing that face will never be good enough for us. Not even close. And now that our sunshine is returning to Studio 1A, his doctors have given us a strict protocol to follow. What he really needs now, which is what he's getting, is what we call tender love and care. <laughs> he just needs now time and good food and rest and being with friends and family and probably getting back to what he loves to do. And we can't wait to give him that TLC, doctor's orders. Wow. Mm. We're so happy to have Al, can you tell? Uh, Al back and his wife, Deborah Roberts, who has just been amazing. You're a correspondent for ABC News. It must feel weird to be here. <laughs> Did over. I stumble into the yeah. <laughs> We're What's so delighted on? because you are so much a part of this yes. story. But Al, I mean, the first question, how, how do you feel? How do you feel mm -hmm. physically? How do you feel in your heart? I, well, my heart is just bursting. I'm just so thrilled to see all of you and all the crew and everybody. Uh, and just you know, I, right now I'm running on adrenaline, so yeah. I'm, I'm just thrilled to be here. Well, really we've am. missed you uh, every day. And Deborah, you were obviously with Al every second of the day. And one of the lines struck me in the piece. It said that um, there were the doctors saved Al's life. Mm -hmm. it, that just showed the gravity of the situation that I think a lot of people probably didn't know. It's not lost on us that this is a major, major thing for Al to be here. He is a living, breathing miracle. <laughs> he really is. And I have to say, I'm not overstating it, I don't think. Um, Al was a very, very, very sick man. And I think most people did not know that. And you all had a chance to know that. And I know Savannah's tearing up and I'm right. going to be tearing up. But um, those two doctors, Dr. Felice Schnall Sussman and Dr. Jay Raman, led this brilliant team. Mm -hmm. It was a team that had to figure out what was happening. He was a medical mystery yeah. for a couple mm -hmm. of weeks. And it was the most tumultuous, frightening journey we have ever been on. Wow. And when we went to see him, when all of us went, we were, mm -hmm. you know, we were all just kind of struck mm -hmm. by what we saw. And you said there was a moment mm -hmm. where he said something to you mm -hmm. and you knew he was going to be okay. After fighting through all of this, and it's up to you how much you want to share, but um, Al went through a lot of tests, a lot of mm -hmm. scopes. I mean, there was just so much that had to be done. And 
a surgery, if you don't mm-hmm. mind my yeah, saying, sure. a major, major surgery. And um, we were just on pins and needles every day. And I kept everybody abreast, our family, you all. And um, Al and I were sitting there one day in the ho- in the hotel, mm-hmm. in the hotel, in the hospital. <laughs> I, I wish it were a hotel. Yeah. In the hospital. And through this very scratchy voice, mm-hmm. and he was so gaunt and, and, and exhausted, he said, I'm going to make a spatchcock turkey for Christmas. <laughs> there he is. And I didn't know whether to burst into tears or just to beam. I mean, that was the moment for me. And it will always be the moment for me where I knew this man. I mean, I'm sitting here hoping he's going to make it to Christmas and he wants to make a turkey. And I just knew at that point that will, that drive is so, so strong. Al, I mean, Al, even like it, those moments, like mm-hmm. your spirit, your humor, mm-hmm. he would be like, we'd come see you, he'd be trying to crack a joke. Mm. I have to say, the doctor saved your life, but I think Deborah Roberts yeah. also oh, saved your yeah, life. No, Deborah, Leela, Courtney, yeah. Nick. Mm-hmm. They were so mm-hmm. devoted. I call her a warrior yeah. woman. Yeah. Yeah. She was there, no, no. out there, fighting those well, battles. Leela spent the first four or five nights sleeping in, in, in the hospital. And finally said, sweetie, you've got to go home. She wouldn't leave your son. Yeah, on her birthday, leave. even. On her birthday, yeah. yeah you know, she and, celebrated her birthday in the yeah, hospital. My sister, Elisa, flew in from, from Cleveland. My brother, Chris, was... I mean, they're every, every, uh, and you guys, you know? I mean, you were you were part of that rock. and, and But what Deborah did the most for me was I had no idea how bad off I was. I, mm, I thought I was doing pretty good. It's funny. We've watched Al go through tons of surgeries. Yes. And every time he comes back, every time you come back, Al, you're skipping. Yep. It, yeah. You had prostate cancer. You skipped in. You right. had a knee replacement. You're like, yep. hey, everybody. Yeah. So this one was different. Um, how did you navigate? What did you know about what was going on? Well, you know, look, I, I had... I had two complicating things. I, I had blood clots, uh, that they think you know, came up after I had COVID in September. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, I had this internal bleeding going on. I lost half my blood and they, they were trying to figure out where it was. And, and finally they went in, did this surgery and it ended up, you know, two bleeding ulcers, had to resection the colon, take out uh, my gallbladder or redo wow. my duodenum. I went in for one operation. I got four free. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got that going for me. So that Stop shopping. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, you look great in Nick's suit today. <laughs> <laughs> but you went home the first time for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Things didn't work out. You ended right. up back in the hospital. When you went home this most recent time, how sort of gun shy were you that it was time to go home, yeah. that you were going to be okay, that you wouldn't go back to the mm-hmm. hospitals, number one? And then when did you know that today was the day to come back? Well, I, to be perfectly honest, I, I, want, I felt ready to come back on the third. Uh, but there, there, there's some stuff. I, I said to our, ex- our executive producer, Tom Maxwell, I think in the third, he goes, eh, that didn't work for me. <laughs> And I was just like, no, 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 Friday. Okay. All right. Fine. It's good. Uh, so it's, it's good. So anyway, you know, it, it just, I just knew because these doctors, you know, uh, Dr. Felicia Knowles assessment and Jay Roman and Dr. Pastore and my surgeon, uh, Anthony Pagazzi, all these doctors, I, I knew they had my back. Uh, uh, and, and the nurses and the staff mm-hmm. and the, I'd never been in a, a medical ICU, let alone a surgical ICU. They were fantastic. And all the nurses and fo- folks on the 14th floor. Uh, mm-hmm. New York Presbyterian, yeah. just just world class. You know, I'm blessed. I have great uh, healthcare, mm-hmm. but I had this woman next to me yes, and taking care of me and my family and this family here. Mm-hmm. And you also had prayer. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 And I'm telling you, there was a prayer circle like you wouldn't mm-hmm. believe. Oh, Not yes. only from you, my colleagues, our family, friends, perfect strangers. Yeah. I was walking down the street anytime I was going someplace. I'm praying for your husband. Oh, wow. I'm yeah. praying for your husband. Wow. Yes. Just you know, I'm just trying to discreetly go shopping. One day, some woman taps me on the shoulder. I'm praying.
praying for your husband. Oh. The, 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 I, the, the <laughs> amount of goodwill toward you, I will yeah. never, ever, ever forget mm. and never, ever, ever um, take for granted. You know what's funny? After like uh, something big like this, sometimes you have a life lesson that where something changes within you. Did anything change within either of you? Is there something that you came away with this thinking, wow, okay, we get this second second chance here? I think for me, um, the awe of you and your strength, Al didn't like being vulnerable and being weak in his mind. Through that weakness and that vulnerability, he showed strength. Mm. And I will never, ever forget that example. And I think also, too, patience. I, I've never been good at patience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to get on with it. We all work yeah, in television. Yeah. I have learned the power of patience, wow. and, and we both have mm-hmm. to go with that. I don't know. I, I think the, the idea of family, you know, and mm-hmm. from uh, starting with Deborah and just everybody and you guys, that, that that's, makes the difference. And, yeah. and one of the other things, and not to uh, uh, plug anything, but, you know, to our start today, uh, walkers and folks, each of my doctors said, if I wasn't in the shape that I was in, mm. this might have been a different outcome. Wow. And just getting out and walking and yeah. doing some of those things. You are such, you've always been an inspiration, mm-hmm. even more so now. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget, Deborah, one of those early texts, you said, I've never loved him more. Mm. And I think we all <laughs> echo that yes. now. We have yes. never loved, loved you more yes. and been more grateful to have you by our oh. side. Well, I'm glad, grateful to have this woman by my side. <laughs> all of you. We love you. All of you. And you folks at home. And who, who, again, as Deborah said, the prayer. Yeah, you could feel it. You mm-hmm. really could. I mean, other than that uh, voodoo doll, doll uh, that, <laughs> that, that Dylan, that Dylan no. had made. But <laughs> other than that, so, no, actually, actually she back. brought over a chicken pot pie yesterday. Oh, and I had it. Nick taste it don't first. Eat it. But, <laughs> <laughs> It was so delicious. I saw, I saw her putting some low wire down. Y'all are all terrible. Uh, By the way, we should point out behind the cameras, we have our crew and staff watching and listening to every word that Al is saying so, yeah. and Deborah is saying. Y'all, thank you for You've coming. Deborah, so we, love you. You. Al, we love, love you. Al, we love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's not. We are back in a moment. But first, this is today on NBC. Yes. Hey, this is Jeff Lewis from Radio Andy. Live and uncensored, catch me talking with my friends about my latest obsessions, relationship issues, and bodily ailments. With that kind of drama that seems to follow me, you never know what's going to happen. You can listen to Jeff Lewis Live at home or anywhere you are. Download the SiriusXM app for over 425 channels of ad-free music, sports, entertainment, and more. Subscribe now and get three months free. Offer details apply. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery mobile game that puts your detective skills to the test. Embark on a journey into a gripping narrative where intrigue, secrets, and unexpected twists await at every turn. Play as June Parker and investigate beautifully detailed scenes of the 1920s whilst uncovering the mystery of her sister's murder. Rediscover the magic of June's childhood as you roam the vast estate filled with secrets and memories waiting to be uncovered. Gather compelling evidence and decipher clues, immersing yourself in a captivating world of discovery that will keep you hooked until the very end. Compete with friends and other players to see who can solve cases the fastest or achieve the highest scores. 
Are you ready to jump back in time, detectives? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Discover the secrets of the past. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Welcome back. All right, Al. Uh, we had fun chatting. Now you got to go back and do it. Uh, uh, and, and by the way, if yeah. Hoda Kotb, we should all be grateful that you use your powers for good what because you- Hoda would show up in the ICU, <laughs> uh, in the hospital, like at 8.30 at night. Just, yeah. These are not the drones you're looking at. Yeah, you're not allowed in yeah. there. She, I know. She just said, oh, Dr. Cotby, please, he's right here. <laughs> right. I mean, I literally wake up and, oh, it's right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's fantastic. It, it just, she could be a great cat burglar. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. So, you know, these atmospheric rivers, we've been talking out west. Well, what's been happening with the warming Pacific, those warmer waters bring more evaporation. That brings in more moisture into the air. And then you get these atmospheric rivers that start in the Pacific, transporting excess heat moisture to the north. And in fact, these warmer events are producing more mountain rain instead of snow because of the warmer weather. And they're looking at flash flooding, reduced snowpack. So we're watching that very closely. Near record warmth in the south from El Paso, Dallas, Corpus Christi, Little Rock today. Tomorrow, that warmth spreads to the east from Montgomery, Mobile, Little Rock, and anywhere from 10 to 15 degrees above average. And that warmth hangs in Boston into next week, Philadelphia into the 50s, Detroit into the 40s, Nashville, you'll be into the upper 50s. And that is your latest weather. Guys, right. thank, thank you, you Al Roker. Yeah. Man, you had missed a beat either. Good <laughs> night. At some point, we're going to stop looking at you with these dumb I know. Don't right? stop. Like, don't stop. I love it. I love it. You uh, haven't lost your weight in one-liners. That's no. awesome. Still got the fastball. I love it. Still got the fastball. Uh, coming up, by the way, another encouraging This is how we're going to talk about. Yeah. Actor Jeremy Renner posting a, a really heartfelt video from the hospital room where he is being treated after that snowplow accident. His new message. But first, these messages. Managing a business is a juggling act, but finding the right music shouldn't be. Is your current business music service draining your budget or killing the vibe? Pandora Cloud Cover offers a massive library of fully licensed music curated for any business. From jazz cafes to bustling shops, create the perfect atmosphere with ease. Plus, schedule playlists, add announcements, and control it all from anywhere. Stop the headaches and start saving. Visit cloudcovermusic.com slash save50 and use code save50 to save 50% off your first four months.